forget everything that you think you know about comics. Some say the battle of good versus evil is never ending because evil always survives. Some say that there are two types of people in this world, those who drink beer and those who enjoy a good comic. But damn it, we are the bridge. And to that we say cheers. We are your guardians, your watchful protectors from everything mundane. Because in the real world, you either die a hero or you drink long enough to see yourself become the villain. There's a war going on out there. How can you be sure you're on the right side? The ageless debate of what's right and wrong brought to your headphones with the simplest of solutions. With great beer comes great responsibility. And we accept that responsibility. For in brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape our sight. We are hop heroes, bringing the relevance of great beer and comic book stories to light. To another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Arith, mm-hmm. and with me as always, we have talented artist and comic enthusiast, J.R. Gonzalez. How you living, J.R.? I'm doing well. It's sunny today in the state of Washington, so it's kind of a, a rare thing and get to enjoy the outside a little bit without getting soaked, so I'm happy today. Dude, it is. It's fucking it's, nice. It it's is nice, nice right? Yeah. I've uh, spent the whole day on my couch watching the Mariners and watching uh, Falcon Winter Soldier <laughs> to really take in that sun from the windows, you know? <laughs> uh, and speaking of sun, we have returning special guest, good friend, and the human ukulele himself, Thomas Kellogg, TK. How you doing, bro? I'm chilling, baby. Oh, speaking of ukulele, I just got it on deck. I got it on deck, baby. I mean, you want to fucking do that fucking... Uh... Theme song again? Let's do the theme song again. That theme song, dude, that was just, I just pulled that out for you. I wanted to showcase my skill set. Oh, I thought I you, you do that every those... week. You really no, don't that do was, that every week? That was just for you, dog. I just wanted to get that out there so next time you need a feature on a song or like every single song moving forward, I'm here for you. You, know? you got so, me here, bro. You got a fucking, in, you got an instrument with you, man. If you want to do it, you could have done it. Oh man, no, we're, we're, we'll have a TK's corner um, on this episode where we'll bust out some jams. You may try to sing with me, all right. <laughs> you want to sing right now? Bust out a song. What, what do you got? No, what, what, you, what you bust want? out a song. You just sang, and I'm saying I will back you up with some with a G, an F, okay. and a you C. Know, we could redo our intro, actually, right now. We have an intro song that plays on the mandolin initially, but I think the ukulele would be a... Oh, I love I love baby baby Yoda on the mandolin. He's really good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man, strum me in. Let's go. Let's get it. And you're harmonizing with me, right? I think so. We're the hop heroes, and we're saving the day, one comic book at a time. Drinking cold beer every kind of way, and we'll always be there. You don't have to even spend a dime, cause we're a free podcast. <laughs> yeah. I think we got a new theme song. I think that was there. really good. <laughs> that was really good. TK, man. Welcome back to the show. What you been up to, bro? You were <laughs> sipping on something over there. I don't know what I got it is, a, Well, I got a... Uh, it's a secret, man. We, I, isn't that part of the show? We, we don't... Yeah, the beverage breakdown. We got a mystery drink on deck. We got a mystery so drink. Mystery drink. 
What you been up to, man? It's been a couple of weeks since we saw you last. Yeah, man. Uh, making more videos for people. I started a live show. Saw that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. having having uh, more more cameos popping out there, having live shows, so just get more involved out there. And the... I'm just doing it, baby. I'm like, I'm gonna. There's like, I hit up 15 or 16 restaurants. I live down in Orange County, so I hit up 15 or 16 restaurants that are, like, on the beach. I'm just trying to be their fucking ukulele dude. I love it, like, dude. That's fucking awesome. If I did one place a night, like, I know I, sh- I know I should have bigger goals, but, like, if I could perform every night at a different restaurant and get, like, 250 bucks, I'm like, that's all I need in my life. I don't, I don't, dude. Like, me and my kids don't, we don't cost that much money to live. That's like Paul Rudd living out in, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall, man. Just yes. living the dream on the beach. <laughs> yes. So you was live in the living... OC. Yeah. Was he living there or was fucking the tall dude living there? Uh, Jason Siegel? Yeah. He was visiting, but, uh. Paul Rudd lived there? Paul Rudd lived there and he had that, like, surf shack, you know, on the oh, beach. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of the one where he was talking about slapping the bass. Oh, that's, yes, uh, yes, or I love you, man. Yeah, that's another. There's, there's so many, so many good ones out there from the episode, um, especially. Dude, speaking of Paul Rudd, I'm not trying to take over, but like, speaking of Paul Rudd, I watched fucking Game Over, not Game Over, Game, uh, Endgame last night. Oh, oh wow. For the first, the first time? Or... No, 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 not for oh, the first okay. time. Oh, I was like, wow. <laughs> no, I was just in a Marvel, Marvel kick. I was like sitting there with my son and, uh, uh, Paul Rudd is like the savior of the entire universe. As much as Chris Pratt is like the worst person, yep. Paul Rudd like <laughs> saved it. Without Paul Rudd saving them like multiple times, not just bringing back time travel, um, he saved them multiple times. Like I can't think of the other ones, but I know he's like the best. I mean, he really is. <laughs> You're right. He figured out like almost the math for the, you know the quantum jump or whatever i almost said quantum leap because i love that show but i love love scott bacula um but uh he also had the machine that he brought back with him he had so he had all the tools yeah so i thought the same thing it was like sort of low-key hero of the universe kind of deal and pushes uh, every scene yeah yeah. pushes every scene he's in like the, Mm. the fight scene at the airport he was like the game changer when he made, when he gets big. He's the game changer. Oh, the yeah. Civil War, yeah, the Civil War movie, yeah, yeah. And he does so with just the most casual charm in the world, and it's just oh like so God. lovable. Yeah, he's very best. lovable. I love him. Lovely. Yeah, Paul Rudd yeah. is our savior. I, I agree, TK. Um, and speaking of Marvel, we will be talking some Falcon and Winter Soldier today. But you know, before we go into that, we are going to go into our beverage breakdown so we can. See what okay. uh, TK thinks of beverage in his hand. Break it down again. <laughs> All right, TK, so you got a drink. I got a drink on deck. I'll start it off just so you see how you know we kind of do it. So typically we do beer. Sometimes we do liquor. Uh, today we're doing seltzer. And the reason is Travis Scott dropped a new seltzer out here called Cacti uh, from 100% agave. Blue agave, so it's uh, oh, a little bit different flavor, but it's also packing seven percent. So that's some tequila you know, type shit. Agave, that's some, some tequila, tequila shit. Type. Yeah, and I'm a little nervous because I've had agave beer and it tastes like watered down tequila, which isn't my favorite. 
Um, but this one's strawberry, so I feel like it's hard to fuck up a strawberry seltzer drink. Um, but before we go into the breakdown here, let's give a little detail of the story behind Cacti. So, the legend goes a little like this. A meteor from Utopia crashed down to the agave fields of Mexico, creating a unique blend of celestial stardust and Mexican agriculture. Discovered by renowned explorer Travis Scott, a refreshing and bold new blend was crafted. Cacti takes heavy influence from its intergalactic Mexican roots by using 100% premium blue agave to craft a bolder, more refreshing seltzer with down-to-earth ingredients and out-of-this-world flavor. Straight out of Astral World, it sounds like. So let's take a sip. What size is the can? Looks like a... <laughs> Damn, that is not a good... Uh... Is it sour? That almost looks sour. Is it strong? No, it's, it's funky. What? <laughs> oh my gosh! Look at his face. It it's, is funky. Is, I mean, it's, funky. it's drinkable. What does funky mean? Is that this funky like bath water? What are we talking? So about? I mean, it's got like a little bit of. So it's got a sweet like daiquiri margarita up front taste, which is which is good. But then like the aftertaste is like, yeah, bath water and tequila a little bit. Like it just like has that little aftertaste of tequila. Just like especially oh. if this wasn't crisp and cold right now. Like if I have to sit out here for the rest of the episode and then I try it, I'm gonna fucking hate it. Um, but I will say, if I drink this fast enough, I can get through this. So like that's the plan. One big drink, um, just like, and then be like, no, I'm not chugging it. But strawberry soda. Yeah, maybe I will. I don't know. I don't we'll know see if that was goes. pro or con, man. It was like it's con. I'm not. A, I'm not buying this again. No. Did you guys get his burger? Didn't he have a burger at a fucking place? Like a bacon. He burger? had a McDonald's sponsorship going, and I don't really understand what he's doing. Good um, for him. But he's got a he's got a new song out called Goosebumps, which is kind of fly. And this is this drink is giving me a goosebumps oh, right now. Like, so like Snick, Snick at night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like Snick. <laughs> R.L. Stein. Go. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'll give it a you know fucking five out of ten when it comes to seltzers. It's it's uh it's serviceable. But do you guys have a rating system on this show? Like, what is it? it it depends how drunk we get sometimes. Yeah. We, we plop it out there. Uh, you know, but but uh, uh, let's yeah. let's find out what you got in your hands there, TK. What do you got? Oh, uh, okay. Okay, so I got I got a little double. It's, I call this the double double trouble. The double um, trouble? Okay. I call this double trouble because it's like sometimes you want to work out, but sometimes you just want a really tasty snack. So you got, we got Gatorade. And we got this Gogurt. We got this blue uh, Sour Patch Kids Gogurt. Okay. They still so, make yogurt? They still make yogurt. <laughs> it's been oh. years, bro. You take a little yogurt, you put it in your mouth. Oh, yeah? Oh, and you chase it with the Gatorade, okay? <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's double trouble, bro. That, that well, shit tastes like... I think Travis Scott made me do that. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> not look really... Your face looked worse than mine, bro. <laughs> it's really bad. It's because it's... It sinks into the the bottom of your teeth. Like I feel like I need floss to get this. Oh yeah, out of just coating the back of your it's teeth. It's really now, gross. Oh man, it makes me not like Gatorade. Well, yeah. what's the bar? So is it the combination of the two, or is it the Gatorade that's making it worse, or is it? I think it's just the Gogurt. I think Gogurt is just disgusting. <laughs> is that like, how's the texture in that? I mean, I just I feel like. Uh, okay, so it it when I when I first had the Gogurt in my mouth, it was like, like you know, soft and all that stuff. Once I put this in, it like solidified. It oh, solidified. It, it, turned, it turned into like sand. Oh. It's really <laughs> gross. 
<laughs> did we just break the science barrier? I've never even heard. Of, I don't. Did you just get a new substance? I think I have like a pim, whatever from fucking. Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you know, fucking pim, Henry Pim, or whatever. Oh, uh, Hank Pym? Hank, I got Hank Pym. <laughs> I got like Ant-Man or I got some, you know, like the fucking quantum realm is in my mouth right now. <laughs> Dude, that would actually be clutch if you had Ant-Man as your homie. Like, bro, I need help flossing. Just like shrink down and just run through my teeth real quick. Like, oh my gosh, he would have the worst life. <laughs> I mean, you have to pay him well, but you can't get better like than getting down to the granular level of your teeth and just fucking clearing out. With you have a superhero hands. and you want him to floss your... You want him to floss you. <laughs> yeah. Always. Yeah. I say flossing. I I have, can I, I, have, well, I got one quick question. So yeah. I was, I was walking with my son and, and my niece and nephew. I didn't ask him this question, but like we were, they, we were, they were talking about what superpower would you have? And I was thinking, I'm like, would you, would you lick Donald Trump's butthole? Like on, or so if, if you like Donald Trump, then not him. Somebody you don't like bite. Nobody likes Donald Trump's butthole. Regardless of how you voted, nobody wants to hear that asshole. Okay, so any okay, Probably would you lick that. Donald Trump's butthole for a day, for a full day? Like you had to like, basically, for a full I, day, twenty four hours of asshole licking. Am I getting a water 20, break? You can get a water break, but like right back to it. Just like you know how uh, <laughs> Tom Hanks in Forrest Gump, like how he said he was always running. But like he said, like when I got tired, I stopped. When I got hungry, <laughs> I, I got ate. Tired, I put when my tongue I, out of his ass. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what you have to do. 24 hours, and at the end of that 24 hours, you have the ability to fly. Would you do it? Absolutely, hands down. But then you're flying around. Everybody's like, "That you licked that dude's butthole." <laughs> <laughs> well, how does everybody Look at know? That guy go. Huh? So it's, it's Donald Trump. Trump. Everybody knows he was Donald tweeting Trump. it. He was yeah. live tweeting. He's, <laughs> he's like, tweeting Look at this. It. he's like. Look at I feel like he would he's already banned from Twitter, so that wouldn't work. And <laughs> if he got hurt. invited back, he'd be banned uh, again. There we go, that's the answer. There we go. You yeah. figured it out. You're Lex Luthor. So I, I'll get, yeah. I'll, I'm Lex Luthor. I can look yeah. asshole and get away with it. If anybody could, be Lex. <laughs> Okay. All right, <laughs> so uh, that's our beverage breakdown for today, um, and uh, now we'll go into our breakdown of the, of the story between Falcon and Winter Soldier. We're doing episode three and episode four, so JR, do you have a stopwatch you can get for me for the, the synopsis here? Do I get 120 seconds? So yeah, two, two episodes? episodes. I don't know why we always, I think we were just being uh, ridiculous. Being assholes? Yeah, I think we are just being assholes. Because I think that's just impossible. I mean, these episodes are kind of easy to get through, I guess, if I can remember everything. Can you but... see it? I do it right there. All right, you ready? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, uh, you want a minute? Oh, you want two minutes, right? Give me a minute 30. Give me a challenge. You want a minute 30? Knock this out of the park. You got it? For both episodes or just one? Both, both. episodes. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm not going to get everything. Not I really barely right. remember most of it, so. Ready? One, two. All right, episode three, The Power Broker. So Sam and Bucky are desperate. They need answers to where the serum is, and they go to the one person they know, unfortunately, that would have that answer, and that is Zemo. 
who was uh, obviously the villain from Civil War. They break Zemo out of prison because Zemo knows how to get to the serum, and they go to this pirate town called Madagascar or Madrahal or Madrahor, Mandalore, Madrahal, Mandalore, Magnafor. Oh my goodness. Okay, so they go there and they are looking for answers. Uh, Shit goes awry. They're looking for the power broker. They find his little shorty with the short blonde hair. I can't remember her name. And she doesn't want to give it to him, but she hooks him up with the information on where to find the scientist that created the serum. And in exchange for Bucky as her new pet, who is portraying the Winter Soldier persona at this time to get the answers. Uh, Shit goes awry. Fights break out. Um, and essentially, they do locate the scientist, Nagel, who was uh, hired by the power broker to isolate the gene in the super serum to replicate, replicate it. He made 20 vials. After he got the information of who Carly's, where Carly's location was, Zemo kills him. Episode four, the whole world is watching. So we have them looking for Carly, and the time is clicking. And they're looking for Carly, and they find them, and they are trying to do it peacefully, but... John Walker and his boy Battlestar find Bucky and Sam um, at the Baltic Sea where they're at and they try to fu- get Zemo arrested again and stop Carly and fuck I didn't make it but I'm keep going and then the, essentially <laughs> Sam this is a late, let me do it peacefully he tries to talk Carly off the ledge he actually connects with her but John Walker being the douchebag that he is breaks in and has a uh, Star-Lord type moment to where just uh, everything's gonna be okay they fucked it up and the fight starts and John Walker gets his ass kicked. Carly seems to get away. Zemo breaks free and shoots her. She drops the serum, and Zemo smashes all the serum he can before John Walker comes in with the shield, knocks his ass out, and takes the one last remaining serum. Dun, dun, dun. We, we revisit. Carly wants to meet with Sam again to try and convince him to join her. And in the meantime, they are trying to isolate John Walker and kill him because they want to kill the symbol of the, the shield um, for their cause. They go to rescue John Walker, and they realize he doesn't need that much rescuing because he has, in fact, taken the serum and now is a super soldier himself. He is doing work, but he still gets caught up. Carly tries to kill him. Battlestar runs out of nowhere, saves him, then gets his ass thrown into a column. Looks like he's dead and or paralyzed. John Walker freaks out, runs after Carly, gets to his henchmen, puts him on the sidestep, and beats his face in with the shield in front of the whole world with their phones out. Kind of like an homage to when Cap was fighting Tony Stark and had the shield in his chest. They did the same to his face, blood spattered, the world sees it, and we have credits. That was a minute and a half, right? Yeah, that was exactly what I got there. All right, I figured I could do it. Thanks, you guys. Um, So, yeah, two episodes, lot to unpack here. Uh, Very, uh, you know, a lot of action, some plot moving forward, more backstory. Um, But TK, man, you've watched watched the series up to this point. What are your thoughts so far? My, My thought is Wyatt Russell... Is going to win all the awards. My man is. It's. A, it's a, I wanted to do really? this episode. That dude. And I'm okay. This is going to sound funny. Twenty two Jump Street, and Ingrid goes west. And this off those three movies, he's got this weird darkness to him. This weird like, and you could see it in the first in the second episode when they're like, it's, we're like with him. He's just. Uh, he's got that weird like weird vibe about him that I don't think you can teach. You can teach acting, you know? I absolutely love him. And they gave him, like, that moment you were talking about where he's, like, the world's watching. I got, like, the Patriot vibes from that. Remember, uh, like, when, with the hatchet? Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. They are they are going to... I knew it was happening, too. I said, they're about to give him a Patriot moment. And they did it. 
and then everybody has their cell phones out. And I remember one of the people had their cell phones, and it was like 59 seconds. And I'm like, this motherfucker made it 59 seconds so he can put it on TikTok. Like, exactly <laughs> how long. That'd be the most my, fucking slamming TikTok video out there, dude. If Cap is just decapitating somebody on but the But everybody has it. It's not even TikTok. You know what? It's not TikTok. It would be on, um, uh, I don't know if you guys have this up there, but we have something called Citizen. Do you guys have Citizen? I've never okay. heard of it, no. In L.A., we have this thing called Citizen where you, you film crime. I guess you guys have you guys don't have as much crime as we have. <laughs> but it's, it's a social... It's, it's an a app social, for filming crime? It is a social <laughs> app for filming crime. So, like, you'll hear... I mean, I'm in Silver Lake, and you'll hear, like, uh, ambulances or something like that, and you'll check your Citizen app, and you'll be like, oh, shit, wow. And you click on it, and there's, like, 20 live videos of different people filming this person in a car crash or or oh, or you'll look down and you'll say like seven minutes ago uh 0.2 miles away from your house there was a dude yielding a metal pipe two people fighting over a metal pipe and so that shit just happens in, in your neighborhood it happens all the time it's fighting <laughs> over metal pipes <laughs> it's adorable uh, i'll send you some it's adorable? of the screenshots <laughs> It's adorable, the things that people write for it, because it's like, oh, it's adorable. But it, that would go on Citizen. That would be on the Citizen app. Like, oh like my gosh, Cap. I wouldn't want to be a part of, like, that. I, I don't watch the news for that same very reason. Like, I'd rather be ignorant to that shit than just based in depression of you how shitty the world really is. Once you know it's around, and it's like, you hear something, you're like, check the Citizen app. Check the Citizen app. You <laughs> know? Out. There's a spider in the, in the bathroom. Check, check the Citizen app. <laughs> Oh, there's Jeez. been a run of spiders. There's been a lot of spiders around the whole neighborhood. <laughs> oh, um, did you yeah. put it on Citizen? Uh, yeah. Trying to help out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he's he's been killing it. Uh, I love what they've been doing with uh, just how we treat soldiers. Like, how Sam, how even Sam is just treated like shit. Like, all soldiers are just, like, we just don't treat soldiers right. Yeah, you know, we did, and once one dies, it's just like who's our next, you know, who's the next one up. I love that shit. Um, I like how they got they talked about his awards too, and he's like, we they, they gave me those awards because I was doing things that we knew wasn't right. Yes, and like that's very fucking hard hitting. I think it's so dark, and it's like, damn man, they they fucking so Thanos is you know snap, it it ended the first. You know, you know, or not, not Thanos' snap, fucking Iron Man snap, ended the first 10 years of Marvel. And now we're, I'm just as excited living in the aftermath of this. Just like I was excited about Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm like, and seeing the Iron Man on the wall, the spray-painted Iron Man, like, rest in peace Iron Man. I'm like, oh my god, this world is so big. This yeah, is so hurt my heart. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, yeah. It is. It's, it's, and it's, it's so it's relatable. Huge, yeah. It's terrifying how relatable it is. Like, the world that they're in post-Blip is just, like, just anarchy, it seems, everywhere. And the government's the problem, and then nobody's on the same page, and there's all these yeah. riots. And it's like, dude, this is, this is unfortunately, too, like, very close to home. And it makes it so much more appealing. Cause it's yeah. Because like, you understand the Flag Smashers. I understand. Oh, yeah. I 100%. I'm like, well, fuck. I finally get a leg up, and then these motherfuckers come back, and now I'm... Now I'm just supposed to leave. Mm -hmm. Like no one was in this house. Now I'm now I'm supposed to leave. Mm -hmm. it, it's weird you guys kind of talk about this because there actually um, was a little bit of some editing changes for episode four. 
and it had and even throughout the out the series it, it looks like they have done it looked like they were kind of going during like uh, following the almost this pandemic kind of thing i mean there's some serums that you know um in the beginning where you know they're on the truck and they think hey there's some vaccines that they're going to go after you know they kind of just let that dissipate you know um there's some there's a lot of voiceovers like scenes cut away where you, the doctor, like uh, in the lab, it says something, and all of a sudden he says she dies of tuberculosis. Um, what Kylie is fighting, you know, like her mentor in life almost was dying from. Um, and he said tuberculosis, which is really weird. And I think the show was kind of following this accidental path of what we're going through right now. Obviously, you, you see, you know, with uh, the episode where uh, uh, Sam Wilson is out in public street in Baltimore and the cops are harassing him. And I think they were following that, like, almost this pandemic kind of deal with the super soldier serum, you know, and then how the blip changed everything and how all of a sudden, like you guys are saying, the government's kind of been shoddy about taking care of people in a certain way. And uh, they, they changed it, I think, uh, at least from all the they research. Totally I, yeah, it, you can, a lot of voiceover. Um, Agent Carter, which is, uh, the, you know, the, the chicken mandapore, she, you know, there's a lot of things that she has done um that are like similar to like the way almost like the power broker is like i don't want to say trump but like he was like demanding the vaccines right so he's demanding the soup i made that i want it and that was kind of like in that kind of line item so i i think i don't know if that's like on purpose i think it is probably on purpose but that's how they're they're getting us engaged because it's our real life yeah you're lining up the the vaccine with the superhero serum is that like the they're, parallels? I never even thought about that parallel, but that's interesting. But they're and when they're jumping on those big eighteen uh, wheelers, that was actually for vaccines that they were they were that, that, that was they were and they actually just let that go nowhere because I think Disney was told like, hey, this is too close to home. You guys are gonna yeah. have when to. Disney's that. pushing the envelope too hard. You know the world's fucked. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> like of all the yeah. they changed it because nothing happened about those vaccine stuff. You know what I mean? Like there's some. Um, they were talking about, you know, because after the, the blimp, they were saying that people change and their physiology changed. You know what I mean? And that's why they came up with, you know, that kind of um, that new group, that world group. And it like messed with them in a way that almost like the pandemic messed with us and culture wise and how we have a lot of people who are struggling. But it looks like they got some pushback because, like I said, the guy in the lab, the doctor, he's actually a combo character. I forget his name, too. But uh oh. He Nagel? had some voiceover stuff. Say it again. Nagel, the guy that got shot. Yeah, yeah. He had some voiceover. Have you noticed? There's a lot of voiceovers. Like you should, you, TK. You probably know this better than anybody. You you see a scene, and all of a sudden, you just hear a voice coming oh, yeah, over. Oh yeah, that's after. So they're doing a lot of after editing and after react. ADR react. baby. Yeah. So there you go. It's nice having TK in here for that. Um, but uh, that's what's I, that. I, a lot of research has shown that they had to change some stuff. To make this show too not, they're following too close and trying to yeah. get you two in. So it's pretty crazy. I do think that scene that you were talking about with uh, when they go to the super soldiers, the black super soldiers' house. Yeah, I think they, I think they, I think they added that in. Like after the fact, yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't a big cast. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't in a you know there was like the two kids. Then they meet the kid at the guy at the the son at the door, and then they have him. Mm-hmm. Like, and that whole stretch, and then they meet the cops at the end. That whole stretch was seven, seven people altogether. So you could have shot that during the pandemic. 
and it was all it was like it was hidden home it was hidden perfect too by the mm-hmm. way and I, I i want them to even go deeper with that especially like experimenting on old black soldiers like that because that's just like oh my yeah you thought cap was the first mm-hmm. i think they shot that during the pandemic just those yeah. three that those three you know scene after scene after scene meet the kids meet the soldier then have a scene with the cops like yeah. all that was just one one day they did to to kind of do a little nod to Black Lives Matter and stuff, but they did yeah. it perfectly. I thought they did it perfectly. Yeah. No, they been open about their uh, their connection to Black Lives Matter. They said there's going to be a lot of references to it in the show, and that was clearly one of them. And I was reading some theories, and they're thinking that if after this video goes viral of John Walker destroying that guy's face, if he's still Captain America. It's kind of like the cops in the videos that don't get arrested and continue to work in their oh roles. Oh my gosh! So that would be a really dark nod to the Black Lives Matter. Oh my wins. gosh! Like a show, like Chauvin. I don't know the show. The fucking do this on trial right now. You think yeah, gonna do they're a saying the timing like that? of that episode and that trial going on at the same time. Like there's just too many. No way, parallels. Wyatt Russell. I don't want that for him. Dude, fuck Wyatt Russell, man. Let me go yeah. on my... Oh, Russell, geez. I actually that like Wyatt Russell. I saw, he, I saw some things. I didn't really read it because I, I don't read a lot of news either, but they were talk, he's exactly. had to defend the, the show and his character in a lot of ways lately, and um, it probably has to do a lot of what's going on and the, the, the parallels that's going on with the world, but uh, he's... I'm going to be honest. Let me just say it here. He's actually following the comic book character... John Walker, like that is how exactly how he is in the comic book, just all uh, showboating. U.S. agent. U.S. agent. He, um, that's his name, obviously, and he got a temper. Um, Wyatt is doing this amazing thing where he's twitching everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, there's a scene at the end when he's like stomping his face, and he's done. He's still twitching, you know. And um, I think he's doing a great job. I, I think that. Yes, it's similar, but he's they're also this is also part of history with Captain America. Like this whole it's thing amazing. with uh US it's agent terrifying. Sam Wilson. This is all stuff that was written in like Captain America uh, uh 323 to 335 or whatever and um Which was what? Like the 80s? Uh that was 90s, I think. 1990 or something. This character is like 30 years old and it's hitting home closer than ever just because yeah. we're so repetitive as a society. So, <laughs> it, it, it is. But, Play the reruns. But it's, Play it's the reruns, not... they'll still hit home. Yeah, and I, I think people are being a little hard because it's we're probably not researching it like we are researching it, but he is literally being, I mean, John Walker in the comic books is, they don't call him a villain. Because he eventually becomes a, like an Avenger, he basically comes, you know, um, uh, he just wants to be so a patriot that it just overwhelms him, and he just doesn't understand what he's doing, but he's got a really bad temper. So he's got, like, serial killer tendencies, but he's got a conscience, so he tends to, like, fly up the handle and then regrets it right away. You could see the way, and that's why I, that's yeah. why I love it so much, because he's not playing it just, you know, just the showboat. You could see the way, just that fucking him sitting in the locker room before, like, looking at mm-hmm. the thing. Like, you could, you, you could see in his eyes, do I deserve this? You know, yeah. as an audience, we're saying he doesn't deserve this. And you could see he doesn't. Even when, even when he goes to back to his high school and he's doing that shit and he has the interview, he is so uncomfortable in that interview. 
and I love him for it. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. it's it's a masterstroke. Like, kid's so, good. Just to clarify, when I say fuck Wyatt Russell, I meant fuck his character because his character is so hateable. He does a great job. I, yeah, I think he's acting clarifying. chops. Yeah, I also notch, don't. Yeah. I don't love his character. I wouldn't want to be his his character. No. And honestly, like, nod to him for taking on this role in this time of the world. Like, obviously, it's a fucking role in a Marvel show. It's going to be hard to turn it down. But he's he's a very hated character over a very sensitive subject where he is the epitome of, you know, what everybody's looking towards as the problem. Like, he's wearing yeah. the fucking Star Spangled Banner on his chest and, and living up to everything that we hate about. Like, I saw on Twitter that Steve Rogers is who America thinks they are and John Walker is who America actually is. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so <laughs> perfect. Encapsulating well, of and the show is crushing that that theology because they keep referencing back to like, well, there was never a, there's never been another Steve Rogers. He might have even said that. Yeah. Like, well, Super Serum isn't bad because Steve Rogers had it. And goes, yeah, but has there ever been another Steve Rogers? And 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 then they're going. They even talked about Carly potentially. Like her her henchman was like, you're the new Captain America because you look like us and you feel our pain. But she does these evil things of destroying buildings and killing all these innocent civilians that Cap never would have done. So it's just like showing all these potential Captain America fill-ins that are just not Steve Rogers. And like, yeah. it, it's pretty, it's so well done. Yeah. I agree. Um, what about uh, the addition of the Wakandan? So Io came in this one with those little Wakandan breadcrumbs, which I thought were a pretty cool ad. And I imagine when down the road or earlier on when they were planning the show, that was going to be uh, T'Chaka, but obviously that can't happen. Yeah. So now yeah. they introduce Io, and uh, what what's the girl? What are their names? The Dejaro, whatever. Like the, those Dejaro Warriors, aren't they? The Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like I don't the know Guardians. what their title is, but they're the Guardians of the Crown, essentially for Wakanda, yeah. and they fuck John Walker's ass up, and that was yeah. so such a sight to see. <laughs> that made him want to do steroids, man. That <laughs> like, yeah. kept getting beat up. He kept yeah. getting beat up. Like he couldn't help it. Like he was definitely. They weren't even super soldiers. Man. No, they were the dream team, and you know he was fucking France or something. Give <laughs> <laughs> me some, yeah, get Oh yeah, man. I love the the Wakanda uh, tie-in because we're, you know they've talked about Wakanda two coming, and you know obviously with again with um, Chadwick being gone, it's definitely changed some things. But um, you knew it was coming in. I mean, they had mentioned White Tiger before, which is something that you know they called Bucky which is the Wakanda thing. You know, he's got the vibranium arm. White Wolf. White Wolf, yeah. Um, and, White Tiger uh, stuff, too, though. That's what they call White him. Tiger's up. White Tiger. <laughs> okay. Did um, you say that's what they call your dick? That's, <laughs> that's, no, that's what I should have said. <laughs> oh, I got the stripes. <laughs> I thought you said that. Okay, keep going, though. Sorry. Oh, I thought you said that. That's fine. That happens all the time. Sometimes you just got chugged through that stuff. Um but I, I love that the aspect of it because it's it's gonna lead it, it just you know this is leading to more MCU stuff like you, you, and not just garbage just the Wakanda stuff has always been amazing um, and I think that uh, just having them there and having them throw their vibranium spears around um, which John Walker makes fun of them with that right their little um, pointy sticks I think it's what he calls them or something and um, they just kind of like like you said throw their their uh, hips around. I-, I said this last time too when I watched Wakanda. Those ladies and their hips and their legs. Uh, you know like I-, I can't even, like, I don't know. Uh, I'm glad I'm married. And I'm with you, bro. I'm like, I-, I don't know what to do, but it was. I'm with you. Earmuffs, like, kids. 
her walk when she walks away i mean she's got like this like you know catwalk that you see you know it's like now that's a warrior um yeah which i'm totally (laughs) yes yeah it's getting hot in here it's getting steamy over here my uh, though but yeah screen's fogging up a bit (laughs) i think it's great because they there's like a also a little nod to how the super serum was created you know um and there's a theory out there that the doctor who first created um, the serum used kind of that Wakandan flower as part of his mixture. And so, um, you know, there's like a lot of little things that it's all connected, Cap. You know, I I think everybody forgets how center of the universe Captain America is, you know, um, when it comes to this Dude, I did not realize until Mm -hmm. MCU opened my eyes. Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean... So I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, so we have this, this fictional or not fictional, but this character we haven't seen come to screen yet. This often referenced the power broker. Um, so before we go into the Easter egg hunt, let's talk about our theories here. Is the power broker a going to be a big part of the MCU and B who the fuck is it? I have my thoughts. There's an actual power broker character. Um and in, in the comic book, I forget his real name, but he's like such a small villain sometimes. Um, it's, uh, Curtis Curtis Jackson. That is uh, name. Like that. Yeah, Curtis Jackson? isn't that Fifty Cent? And they go not Fifty Cent when I was reading up. Yeah, um, <laughs> Fifty would be the if Fifty Cent is the power. Broker. Holy shit! You oh my god! Oh, we just revealed fucking Oz, like the oh Wizard of Oz. God. I would. That would be so tough. I would be so okay with that. I would be like, play it. Just go with it. Dude, he made the show Power, first off. Yes! Second off, he's always a troll from behind the scenes with unlimited amounts of money. Like, dude, that makes so much sense. And his name's fucking Curtis Jackson. Oh, my God. He has to be it. Yeah. If it's not it now, I'd be so disappointed. I mean, I don't know who I'd want it to be unless it was like... Well, it can't be Gordon Gecko because Gordon Gecko is already Pim, you know. Like, but yeah. Michael Douglas is already Doug. Michael Doug. What if it's Shia? Shia, Le- no, Shia right. LaBeouf. Oh, no, so Shia is actually going to be uh, Iceman. That's what I heard. Because um, yeah. he was supposed to be Moon Knight, but it, Moon Knight is now uh, Poe Dameron. What is this? Is this like New Mutants or something like that? Uh, Iceman is X Men, and then Moon Knight yeah, is like a, uh, the Marvel Batman version. Uh, and Moon Knight split personality with like inner demons. He always like yells at himself. So Shia would have been great. But uh, what's the guy's name that they got for him? Oh, Poe Dameron. He was also um... he's a huge Oscar Isaac. Is yeah, playing him. Who's pulling the names out, man? Jeez, Oscar yeah. Isaac is going to be Moon Moon Knight. Moon Knight. And he had already shown some cuts of him, like uh, that's crazy. That is crazy to me. You got this big old actor. Being this character, I've never heard of. But Nobody's I'm positive. Heard of Moon I've never heard of Moon Knight, and I'm positive it's going to be huge, just like yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy was, because I did not mm-hmm. know what the fuck that was. Yeah, right. Moon Knight. Yeah, um, we'll probably get into it when it comes out. But Moon Knight is probably one of my favorite reads because it's super dark. It's almost like Spawn meets Batman, which actually that actually so, happens. And his power—he's bipolar or split personality. Like he has two different people. He's like him. possessed like, almost. You know, he has like yeah. a, a, a it, so to have his powers, he has like a um, um, an Egyptian god in him or something like that. I think it's the horror. Who's Guys, the Moon Knight? I'm drinking the pineapple one, and I'm uh, this is grown on me. I actually don't hate it anymore. Travi, I'm sorry. 
Update. It's okay. <laughs> Back to Power Broker, but Power Broker plays a really significant part in the US agent in the comic books, and it's similar. They, um, it's not so direct in the MCU because he gets a super serum from Kylie who steals it, but in the comic books, the Power Broker actually gives um, John Walker the serum and plays on his feed to be stronger and to be... He uh, wants to be a better Captain America, basically, right? So um, he gives him that, and he... Uh, actually, uh, is even trained by Taskmaster, Master, which is coming that, that movie. He's showing up in the uh, Black Widow movie, and and if anybody who's played the uh, Spider-Man PS3 game, or PS4 Miles game, Morales. Uh, Taskmaster is in. Is he in the Miles Morales one? Taskmaster. Yeah, Taskmaster is like the main baddie, and it's actually is it's a girl, and it's his friend. Oh, from, they like, changed it in the first game. It's the original guy, and the the great thing about Taskmaster Master is that he can mimic any fighting style so basically he taught john walker how to fight just like uh captain america and technically john walker is actually stronger than steve rogers um just no shit yeah he's actually stronger and faster than steve rogers is it kind of like bizarro hulk where he's like stronger but he's yes more like less grounded so he loses it yeah i mean he's He's obviously, he's no Captain America, so the writers have always put him on these B-teams, the West Coast Avengers. He's always had these, like, um, Judge Dredd-looking outfits. You know, he's just not, he's got these He does look like Judge Dredd. I saw the comic shots. He looks like Judge fucking Dredd. So he's like this off Captain America, like, Captain America's, like, brand A, and, you know, do some, like, Batman um, 1989 reference. This is brand X, you know, and, you know, so I think... Um, that's just how he how he's always been. He's kind of had and it's kind of had this like attitude about it. So th- that's kind of like the power broker's like main thing. He's just kind of this overseer, you know. He was like a fat, ugly white guy in the comic books, you know. Um, and I think uh, Agent Carter. They're they're talking about Agent Carter possibly being working for him, maybe undercover. Who knows? Uh, but he's pulling the strings right now to the uh, the gangs out in Mandapur. But, so who is it? I mean, obviously it's Fifty Cent, but in a hypothetical yeah. world where it wasn't Fifty Cent, who would you want it to be? A, like following the MCU stuff, like um, or the show. I mean, maybe there's the some odds in the show. He might. Have like, think I of... feel like it's Sharon, personally. Who? Like, Sharon. Sharon. The oh, Sharon Osborne? Carter. Yeah. Sharon yeah. Osborne. The the blonde chick that helped him out in the yeah, Agent Carter. It's like mm-hmm. she's got a little bit of like a backstory to her that. She's so like she could be kicked she, she out of could, Shield. I don't. She could be. I don't. I don't think it's her because she says, "Hey, we've got some issues and some problems." Like when the the lab blows up, you know, and she's re- referencing, "Hey, we've got some things to solve." Like she's actually not the boss. Like she's actually has to explain what happened to the boss. She's uh, talking to somebody. She's talking the to someone. Broker has a boss too. Everybody has a fucking boss. Yeah, I think the I've heard and I kind of agree that the uh, Mandalorian, uh, not the Mandalorian. The um, uh, what's the guy from that played? Now I can't think of his name. Uh, in Iron Man three, what's that guy's? Uh, oh, the Mandarin. Oh, the, uh, the Mandarin. Mandarin. Yeah. It's a Mandarin. But um, the Mandarin is the the strongest theory I've heard out there that he is the actor actual, or the actual Mandarin. The actual Mandarin. The 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 Mandarin in Iron Man three was like supposed to be this like character that just. 
they didn't do a very good job with. So th- what they're probably going to do is just explain it away as like, hey, this guy was being a like a pawn for the actual Mandarin, who, by the way, they're making a. Uh, Which they already uh, did. Right. They're going to make a um, uh, what's that? Uh, Iron Fist, Cho Chi kind of movie coming out, right? And he is actually the main villain for that guy. So I think it could be all connected in in that sense. I don't think we're going to have one baddie. I think we're going to have, like, legit 5 million streams of storylines. Just You just start here. Here's MCU phase, you know, the first phases, and then all of a sudden you just see, like, this spread of web of, like, So now it's branches. Do you think it's ever going to come back to this? Like, I mean, it did this in-game. Maybe. Maybe the next set. Too. It has to. I mean, it's like the Shattered Universe. Like, there's all these different dimensions and shit, especially when they go into... Uh, the Doctor Strange universe, like all these different wormholes are going to go through. Like it's going to get complicated. Adam, kind of uh, Adam Warlock shit. Yeah, yeah, Black Adam. Black Adam um, is. Uh, oh, is, is that Black Adam's DC though? Right, That's DC. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Adam but Warlock. Adam, yeah, Adam Warlock's yeah. coming. Like, yeah, it's just more intergalactic and probably the Guardians of the Galaxy because now they have Thor, right? Guardians right. of the Galaxies have Thor on their team. The so is Thor? Is Thor going to be in? Guardians of the Galaxy and our Guardians Galaxy going to be in Love and Thunder? I don't know. I haven't heard anything like that. Um, How about this theory? There's a theory that Zemo is actually working with someone out there. and Of course, he's working with somebody. And the theory is because he's actually... um, So, this is part of my Easter eggs, but um, Manchiavelli is like a political... like. from like the renaissance and he was like this guy who kind of created the the current political way we think of political politics right and there was a point in his his life where he like he was like this like 33 year old who met like da vinci right so like these two like came together and wrote a wrote a book um the renaissance diplomat political philosophy book and there's like this he's reading that zemo is actually reading that book in the cell when um bucky comes and talks to him you kind of see it and you kind of see the book you kind of see him fought like he's reading another book called uh something prince mention mentioning like, like the prince book and he's has that book as well so he's like following this philosophy and the philosophy is and you heard this multiple times in the show is the the means justifies the end and that is his philosophy like something has to happen like this is unfortunate, but this has to happen to meet the grander scheme, which is another like nod to like Thanos and stuff like that. But yeah, um, every villain. So I I think I think the bigger the bigger secret is is who is Zemo's actually working with? It could it be the Red Skull? Could he have come back from I mean, the fucking? Isn't he at Soul the Stone? Soul Stone? Yeah, planet. Or is that actually just like a? It was just a looks- depiction of him because of of his you know. It's like he was depicted as death. That's why you know they shoot. Ch- I thought he was banned bit. there. No, it was, it was just a depiction there. of the Red Skull because of of he represented death. He so. looks like death. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like shit. Then they need to pick a fucking different shade of red so we don't think. Oh, yeah. that's the Red Skull. It was actually yeah for real Hugo that was talking Hugo even so it wasn't like you know and he was the actual Red Skull so there's probably some connection there but I I just feel like Zemo's part is just beginning and getting much more conspiracy. Well, what's, what if he's just working with the power broker? It could be the power broker. Like, it's one big I was circle, confused. circle jerk. Yeah, 
I was confused when he was given the candy to the little girl, and he's like, you see those two guys over there? They're really bad. Don't trust them or tell them anything. But then he just told them where it was anyways. Like, I thought when they came, I thought, and he was walking with the girl right here, him and the girl were walking here, and everybody else was walking over here. I saw that. T- I thought someone was going to come get him or something. That's what I thought. Like, oh, he's yeah. putting them in a booby trap. But nothing came from that, unless there's, it's a long play. But that was just kind of confusing to me. He seems like he's like actually loyal in a weird way. So that's the thing. I'm always down, no matter how often it happens, I'm always down for a bad guy teaming up with the good guys to take care of one common cause. Even though you know he's always going to stab him in the back at the end. Like It's the common (laughs) trope with Magneto. Every time Magneto teams up with the X-Men to fight a bigger baddie, it's like, I love Magneto, I want to see it, but you know he's going to stab him in the back at the end anyways, and I still want to see it. I'm still along for the ride. Like I, I enjoy the team up. Bassbender, fucking, that's a, that's another one. He's Michael Bassbender, yeah. He Holy is Christ. the best. Alright, well, uh, if we haven't already gone through them all, JR, what other Easter egg hunts do we, or Easter eggs we have on the hunt? Um, A lot of the action scenes, I don't know if they're like, familiar. Um, I'm actually on this Keanu Reeves pick right now, because I'm just hearing positive, positive things about him everywhere he goes. Um, his new comic? His new comic is great, Berserker, you should read it, TK, it's pretty amazing. Berserker, I'll check it out. Berserker, They're making yeah. a Netflix movie out of it, or a yeah, series. Nef- uh, yeah. I think it's a movie, maybe. Um, but um, anyways, the, the action sequences in the last episode, uh, was it ep- I'm sorry, episode three, um, it's because it was uh, written by Derek Kolstad, which is the creator of John John Wick. Um, so mm. he, he wrote that third episode. Which I thought was pretty cool. I think the action scenes alone in this whole series have fit me really well personally. You know, just some good old dumb fighting and violence. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it really, like, my favorite movie, the MCU, is The Winter Soldier. So when you get to see, like, some of the, the music come yes. back, right? And the sword play. I mean, the knife. He did the same knife move he did. And uh, Bucky did the same knife move he did in Winter Soldier. Um, we just kind of flips it. I love it. I mean, I remember gasping in the movie theater when that happened. I was like, ooh. Um, yeah. Definitely one of my top three favorites. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was pretty dope. Um, I mean, there's not... I mean, I kind of went through the most... I mean, my favorite... One of my favorite things is when Bucky resets his arm when, you know... Uh, that was nuts. Yeah, like, double, just like... Double reset. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it when he does that. Um, uh, just a, a couple comic book related, different compared to... What sets John Walker off is not um, Hoskins. It's actually his parents get murdered. So in, in the comic books, he, that's when it sets him off. And then he goes and he becomes this kind of like what happened at the end of this episode. just becomes an asshole. Do you think he's actually dead, though? I don't know. They, don't, they killed anybody in the... They showed him again. What what trips me out is like after he left, they they cut he back. Doesn't to him die again. in the comic books. I mean, he becomes right. basically what. Buffy I feel like is. he'll be paralyzed or something, and then oh, it's like a roadie. It's yeah. a roadie thing. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. like a super Good thing, call. like a super. Um, but uh, obviously, you got you know you got um, uh, Henry Jackman, which is the composer for Civil War and the Avenger Endgame. He's doing the music for this, so that's very similar. I think we talked about that a little bit. Um, and uh, that's pretty much all I had. I mean, not a lot of Easter eggs or anything other than, you know, they're kind of, I think, I guess we're talking about it's like one big large movie, you know, so. Yeah, you know. they said this is basically a six-hour movie broken up into six episodes, which is what Snyder Cut should have done. 
Um, but, <laughs> uh, I, I, I think this is kind of like the, the, the middle of the, like some more backstory, some action. And then the last two episodes are going to be very full of information and results. Yeah. Um, so let's go around and give our ratings. So TK, how it, how it works here is we go craft or trash. So if it's above five, it's craft and you give your number, that's out of 10. Um, and if it's below five, it's, it's trash and it can't be a five. You have to go above or below the Mendoza line. Um, okay. So I'll start. I give it a craft and I thought the episode three and four, uh, uh, three, I thought was okay. I think four was, uh, I think three is probably better. I don't know. I give, I give three probably an eight and four a seven. Um, and the biggest reason is I just felt like there wasn't enough, like, I really do enjoy the kind of buddy, buddy banter that Bucky and Sam have, and there wasn't a whole lot of them together. It was more so them apart or them or focusing on John and focusing on Carly. There was a couple moments that I enjoyed. Like there was the, uh, they're talking about like the Nazis did it and the Avengers did it. And then he's like, those are our friends you're talking about. And Bucky goes, the Avengers, not the Nazis. Like there's like a little joke about like, like stuff like that. Or when John was getting his ass cooked, he's like looking great, John. Um, oh, we didn't even talk about it, but Bucky's opening scene in Wakanda where he was like breaking. Oh, that's a the, huge thing. I can't believe we missed that. Like, like that was Academy Award. Beautiful. Right there. Like he yeah, fell in love with Sebastian Stan. Yeah, dude. Sebastian I think he's carrying the show so far and he's doing a really good job. Anytime he's on the on the screen, I'm into it. Did yeah. you guys know so, that he was supposed to be he tried out for Captain America? Did you know, he? I, I knew that uh Wyatt uh Russell did. Wyatt Russell, uh he did. What's crazy, so I, I watched this thing on the, what's her name, Sarah Finn, the casting director yesterday, um, and fucking, you know who, who tried out for Drax and didn't get it? Chadwick Boseman. Really? Tried out for Drax? He tried out for Drax. There's actually footage of him doing Drax's line where he talks about his family dying, and he does it so gorgeously, and he, and he does it like, like pretty much Black Panther. And thank God he didn't get Drax. Like, yeah, that's one of those things where like you pray to God and God answers your prayer by not giving you something because he's about For to sure. give you a fucking giant movie. Right. For sure. That's I can't even picture that. He'd have to be stacked look it up. up. Dra- look at look it up. It's like probably on YouTube. Just Drax, uh, Chadwick Boseman's I'll audition. Check that out. It's crazy. I'll check that out. That reminds me of Adam Scott audition for Jim from The Office. And Adam Scott's like my favorite actor. And I saw those audition tapes. And I love John Krasinski, but if it would have been Adam Scott, I think he's the only person on the planet that maybe done a little better job. Uh, he doesn't have, he's not likable. He's not as likable. No, me. it would have been darker. You, you watch Party Down? I watched a little bit of Party Down. I'm not an Adam Scott fan. Okay, we'll box it after this. No we'll box it. <laughs> yeah. right, so listening. I'll box it. I got a seven point five for the two episodes. TK, what do you what do you get for a rating? Um, I'll give it. So the the third one, there's not many things from the third one where I was just like, oh fuck yeah. I mean, there kind of is, but like I, I'll give that a six. I'm giving the fourth one just off. The Patriot scene alone, I mean, I, I knew it was coming. I was following Wyatt Russell's whole fucking, you know, trajectory down. Like, mm-hmm. when they're sitting and he's, he asks uh, his buddy, what's the guy's name? Lamar Hoskins. When he asks Hoskins, he's like, would you take it? He's like, oh, absolutely. You know, I love that they both asked each other, like, Bucky asked, would you take it to... Yeah, uh, that's true. Hopkins? That's true. You know, I love that. 
I love that you're just following this dude down, and then we we find out when he turns the thing, you know, and then guys like, oh shit, and then we get we get the why the world watching patriot scene. I'm just like, yes, <laughs> and I'm okay to wait a week after this, and I knew they were gonna cut right after he was done looking, and I'm like, I'm okay. You did right. You did good. It was predictable what was gonna happen, but I'm glad it happened. I'm giving that one. I'm giving that eight. I'm giving that one a nine. I'm giving the fourth one a nine. Okay. Um, so six, six, whatever, is that? 7.5. Six and nine. I think that's yeah, 7.5. 7. 7. 5. So we're yeah. both at 7.5. Look at that. Different ways. Same, same result. JR, what do you think? Um, I'm giving both episodes an eight. Um, just because, again, it's Winter Soldier was my favorite MCU movie, and it literally is poking from that movie. Um, Civil War kind of follows that. You got to see some Civil War scenes. Uh, Bucky. Um, the action is is very like set up my up my alley. Just I love and I enjoy it. It's just it is John Wick. You know, it, 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 I read that I read a quote from um, from Derek Colstead. He goes, "Falcon and the Winter Marvel uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is the John Wick version of the series. So uh, of the amazing. whole MCU. So I think that is." Um, enjoyable i think sometimes we always look for like a deeper end or a deeper kind of input but i think it's deep enough for me comic book wise and i think it's deep enough for um to to enjoy but i think the action alone is enjoyable alone like i want to watch every episode on my biggest tv i have with the surround sound every friday night um right after mighty ducks of course um and oh yeah, right after the new <laughs> Mind Duck show on Disney Plus. Um, so Disney Plus has my attention every Friday night. Appreciate you, Disney. Um, but yeah, I give it. I give them both eight. Okay, so that puts us at a seven point seven for our total score. If you go to Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes, episode three was given an eighty-four percent, mm-hmm. and episode four was given an eighty-nine percent. Yep, I mean. So we are uh, a little bit more critical than the critics. Yeah, um, that's our job, though. Hey, we're tough to impress. Doc. You gotta, you gotta mm-hmm. give us more if you want. Once on that nine, that nine left. Um, awesome. Well, that that pretty much wraps up our episode. So before uh, TK busts out the ukulele and plays us out, oh. is there any plugs that you wanted to, to, to get out there for us, Jr.? Uh, first plug is obviously the only plug I ever do is Action City Comics. We're teaming up with them here at Federal Way even more. We got some new things coming up with them. Um, I will be jumping on the live show, so this comes out Wednesday, so I'll be jumping on next week, which would be uh, April 20th, and selling some comic books for them, and uh, yeah, we're just, uh, we're working out to be more, they're going to be more of a sponsorship for us, you know, we just got some things to work out, but Action City Comics, Federway Washington, follow them on Instagram, you can buy their stuff, let me know, I can hook you up with comic books if you need some comic books or you're looking for something, um, but uh, Action City Comics. My plug. Yeah, and they have a live auction every Tuesday, right? Tuesday at seven oh five Pacific time for comic books. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Nice. And Good TK, day. what do you want to plug, bro? Is there anything you want to get out there that you got coming uh, up? I mean I got I usually have a live show every Tuesday. We're not gonna do it this Tuesday just because we're taking a little break. But usually Tuesdays or hit me up on Instagram, I'm doing stuff. Um just directed a music video, it's gonna be coming out pretty soon. Uh, dumb bitches with internet. They're my homies. People you, have you, you, 
Oh, I yeah. listen to on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro, they're the best, man. We just did a, a music video, and I'm so excited to show everybody because it's like, it's like this crazy Nerf fight that we did. Like, it's it's really, it's like one of my favorite videos I've ever done. So Fuck yeah, dude. I didn't know you directed two <laughs> things. Jack of all trades over here. Yeah, I directed, I got like three of their videos. If you look on YouTube and dub bitches with internet and look up their music videos, I directed like their top three, so. Oh. It's just little slight, little slight the nod there, like it. Just top three videos, whatever. Just yeah, a top three videos. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> just, I honestly come on, like, I, I wanted to talk to you guys because I just like, I learned a lot from you guys, you know, especially you, uh, JR. Like, wow. Wow. Right hey, Jordan, I love Jordan, it. you're great. But, no, like, just, right, just twist I, learned, I learned a lot. You're a good host. <laughs> oh, I'm looking for, like, you know, I'm looking for, like, the tidbits. You know, of course. I like the tidbits. People come for JR and they stay for JR. So that's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. You guys um, have the no. same fucking initials, don't you? I got, I got an E in my last name. He's got a. Oh, is it? I thought your name was Jordine. <laughs> Jordine? Jordine Red. Jordine Red? I thought your name was Jordine. I well, swear to God, I thought your name was Jordine Red. Hi, boys. I'm Jordine, and here is my next uh, sample with <laughs> ukulele. Uh, and here we go. <laughs> Jordine. How was I supposed How was to I supposed know? know? That's how it was right here. Oh, baby, baby. I shouldn't have let you go. <laughs> Are people so? And now you're right outside. Yeah, show, show me how you want it to be. Tell me, baby, cause I need to know. Loneliness is killing me. And I, I must confess, I still believe, still believe. <laughs> when I'm not with you, I lose my mind. Give me a sign. Now hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. TK, thank you so much for coming back, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah. Second of many, I hope. And Yeah, yeah man, well... I want to. I 100 want to be there for the finale at least, cause like, I'm in the show, man, and I'm like, I'm learning a lot. I love it. Let's do it, baby. I right, want to watch the fucking Mighty week. Ducks now too. Are you being serious? <laughs> I love it. I, I grew up on the Mighty Ducks. I've heard good things. I can't I, believe it, but I've heard good things. Can I, I watch it with my kids? Is it good? Yes, absolutely. Oh, oh yeah. Perfect for kids. Okay. Well, Emilio Estevez goes full raw dog in the opening scene, so as long as you can get past that, just. just Okay. Oh, the, yeah. the cold open is him raw dogging. Yeah, it's him raw dogging. Fucking knuckle fucking, fucking somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I get those goosebumps every time. I need the high. Throw that to the side. Yo. I get those goosebumps every time. Yeah.